Welcome to The Coven Connection, where magic meets empowerment. I'm Nicole Pilevan, your badass guide through the realms of witchcraft, healing, and all the things mystical. In this enchanted corner of the podcast universe, we're here to let you know that your journey to destiny begins here. You're not just heard, you are witnessed. So grab your broomstick or your business plan, because on The Coven Connection, we celebrate your unapologetic, magical self. Let's dive into the mysteries, manifest our dreams, and ignite the power within. It's time to connect with your inner coven of possibilities. Let's start the magic. Hello, beautiful. Okay, so let's let you open up. Like, just tell us, like, if you want to give a quick bio so everybody knows who you are, what you do, all that fun stuff. Yeah, sure. So I'm Bree. Hello to everyone. Good morning and happy Saturday. Um, I am a holistic health coach. So I'm certified in both nutrition and wellness. Um, I came into this space after years of suffering with chronic gut issues, um, as well as some mental health issues. I went on my own physical transformation about seven years ago, losing about 25, 30 pounds. Um, and that's kind of where my health journey started. And it started with nutrition there. But um, what I didn't realize is even though I was being healthy, there were still a lot of aspects of the standard American diet that was really harming me internally. So taking the step into the holistic route rather than being a modern mainstream nutritionist, you learn about those root cause issues. And today I can say that I am pretty much healed of these gut issues and these mental health issues. And if things do come up, uh, thankfully, I know how to heal them. And um, I was previously in the fashion industry. I have a business background. I'm very much have an entrepreneurial sp spirit. Um, but with the pandemic, obviously, fashion wasn't too purposeful for me. So I was like, how can I take this big passion of mine, which is health and wellness and, and turn it into something that I can serve people, heal my family and friends. And that's how I am here today. I love that. Uh, you have like so many different hats. I know that you wear so many different hats too. And I don't think a lot of people understand that too. Like you work in this space, you work with fashion still, even though it's not the main part of your yeah. space. Do you want to give like a rundown of the different spaces that you work in? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I, number one, I think it's so important to not feel like you have to stick to one thing. Like if you have multiple passions and you can fit that into your life, definitely do that and see if away obviously leaving the corporate world of nine to five um, you have to get creative with the ways that you can provide for yourself so not only do i run this business of nutrition and wellness um i also run it my company with my husband who's a personal trainer so we do programs together but outside of that realm um, I am a manager at Bella Prana Yoga and Meditation uh, right here in South Tampa I've been with them for a whole year now so I'm a leader on the floor I help manage the studio but the fashion part there is that they have this beautiful boutique full of apparel full of Nikki's candles um, just all the spiritual stuff health and wellness things um, and so when I was like leaving fashion industry it was really sad that I thought I was like losing that part of me I went to FIT I, I breathed it every single day I love getting dressed and all things like that but um everyone knows in this space that things always work out how they're supposed to so I am the director of the boutique I do all the buying and the merchandising there um it's very freelance part-time kind of gig so I just juggle all these things <laughs> yes you're an amazing juggler <laughs> amazing. yes <laughs> um, <laughs> 
when we first tapped in, I was like, whoa, that's like a lot mm. for like. Oh, I'm this. also a new yoga teacher, which is so weird oh, to yeah. say because I never thought I would be teaching yoga. I teach Hot 26. So Bikram style is how most people are familiar with that. Um, that's something that you just kind of get added to your belt when you work in a yoga space. You're like, oh, now I want to level up. So I also do that on top of all these things. I teach on th um, Thursday mornings at 730 in the morning. And it's awesome because uh and we'll get like into that space too like a lot like even if people check out your bio which i'll have you like leave all your stuff too when you check out your bio it talks about how you do mindset also and movement but with the mindset part when we're working in something like hot 26 and yoga in those spaces a lot of it is like going internal and working with the mindset and all of that space. So I think a lot of times people tap into yoga and they're just like, oh, I just need to move and flow. And I'm like, it's like way more than that. <laughs> it is so much more than that. Um, yoga just played such a huge part, huge part in me being a holistic coach too, because being holistic, you don't just focus on food. It's food, movement, and your mindset. So um, Hot 26 is a, a really great way to improve your, your mental clarity, your mental stability, the peace within yourself. So um, Hot 26, I have to give that a huge shout out to where I am today because that also helped heal me and be the coach that I am. Yeah, it's like I love that practice. It's just a really beautiful practice. So what are your views? So what are your views on nutrition and its effects on not just like the body, but also like energetically, like how does like if you eat shitty food, like how does that play in your yes. at the same time? I love this question because it's so juicy. Um, nutrition is so much more than physical. We're so worried about bad food or eating too much food and that making us fat. And that it just goes way, way beyond that. Um, there's a huge connection between your gut and brain health. And if you're feeding your gut crap, your brain is going to feel like crap. Um, the processed foods with the chemicals, the additives, the dyes, they are just now so publicly known that they negatively impact the brain, causing depression and anxiety and tons of other issues. Um, what people don't realize too is like when I say bad food or processed food, I don't just mean the worst of the worst, like hot dogs, chicken nuggets, french fries. I also mean the healthy alternatives too, because those people that are marketing those healthy foods are still full of the crap. So that's with me. I had gone on this weight loss transformation. I'm eating protein cookies, protein shakes, uh, convenience foods, the to-go meals, but they're making me feel like shit. <laughs> Sorry, Degars. I know we actually no, 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 no. say whatever. Here, you know yeah. So yeah, that, that's how deep it goes. It really affects your energetic space when you're not fueling your body with clean food, things that are from the earth. And it's pretty just self-explanatory if you look back in history, what's good for the body and what's not. Obviously, things man-made in the lab and scientifically created with chemicals and things like that are not going to be good for the body. Um, one more example I just want to share here is talking about animal eating and, and meat eating. I was a big meat eater myself. But because my husband had gone plant-based for his own um, personal health choices, I had to get really um, creative in the kitchen and, and learn how to cook like that. And I myself no longer eat animals. But what I learned along the way is that the animal meat in America is not for a majority, not sustainably sourced. These animals are not treated well, they're not fed well. So if you think about it, these animals are, they're being tortured, like just going to blatantly say it, they are being tortured, they're in small confined spaces, they're getting injected with hormones and antibiotics, 
um, what happened, these animals have souls, for, they're just like humans. So if you're going to eat that meat of a tortured animal, you're essentially absorbing pieces of that tortured soul. And I always say, my Americans are walking around so angry and frustrated and selfish. And it's because you're just absorbing traits. And, and that's totally on like a woohoo spiritual sense. But um, yeah, so that's my, my best uh, breakdown of how the energetic space is affected when your diet isn't good. So one of the other ones too, like to to like kind of dive in a little bit more. Um, so it's really funny. Uh, there's a couple of different spaces. One, I I'm celiac, so I can't eat certain like I can't eat dairy, I can't eat like mm -hmm. gluten. And so understanding in those spaces when that comes through, how many different <laughs> different foods are created that people think like, oh, this is gluten free, so this is healthy, I can eat it because it's going to make me feel healthy mm -hmm. because I'm not doing the, the uh, what's the leaky gut diet type of deal, like, I'm not eating gluten, so this isn't going to happen, but it's just as shitty, because if you look, it still has, like, a ton of chemicals. Uh, one of my favorites is, if you need, like, a degree in Latin in order to read your ingredients, like, it's probably full of shit, like, yes, 100%. If yeah. you can't pronounce it, it's not even worth putting into your yeah. body. Like, I also to say like sometimes you can pronounce it like phosphate like that's an that's an easy one when you see it on label so people try to say well i can pronounce this if it looks like it belongs in a science textbook it's just a no like yeah i don't that's the best way i could put it for you just think whole foods anything made by god anything made by the earth that is what we want on our ingredient list and the great thing is is that there is a huge shift happening uh, these companies are waking up. We are using our dollars. That's the best way to make a shift in the grocery store. There's one healthy labeled aisle in the grocery store. What does that make everything else? It's really insane when you kind of look at it on those terms, but we are very lucky. We are starting to wake up. There are companies that care that aren't putting this crap in our food. Yeah. And the other one was you were talking about like with the energetic space of it. Um, when we talk about tapping in with um, like eating something from like an animal that was like, you know, in confined spaces and all of that. When you think about it, if we're eating like fast food, and I used to talk about this a lot too, to try to get people to understand like cooking at home doesn't mean it has to be all the time. Like mm -hmm. all the things, like there's never an extreme, like I can only eat this and I can only do that. There's like a happy, like gray area, but understanding when you're going out to eat, like if you're going through a drive through I'm just going to throw it out there. There's like a 15 year old kid that's flipping your fucking food, right? So that 15-year-old kid just broke up with his girlfriend. He's, like, destroyed, heartbroken, hates life, works at this, pla this place. And now he's, like, touching your food. And, like, his energy is going mm -hmm. into whatever you're eating. Oh, my. So, like, he's yeah. had, like, such a bad day. And here comes your Chick-fil-A, right? So now you eat that, and immediately your body absorbs that energy at the same time. Yeah, and it sounds that is it does sound wooey, but. No. No, that is so I'm so glad that you just brought that up like I'm going to use that because that's so true anyone with bad energy handling anything it doesn't it, even if it's not just food like you obviously handle your candles in a very specific way and put good energy into it you can do the exact same and hand that off to someone right I feel like if you watch Harry Potter it's like tapping into the horcruxes <laughs> some sleeping spaces <laughs> in your food like that and so I used to tell people all the time, like, you have to be careful. I used to have my, my girls, my girls that work with Reiki, like, hit their food with Reiki. Like, just tap in real quick. Like, clear it as much as you can. It doesn't mean it's not going to still, like, 
oh, now it doesn't have the same effect with yeah. the chemicals, but at least it will pull some of that space out of it. Um, or like when it comes to meat, meat eating, like why we should say thank you, yeah. like when we're sitting at that dinner table. Like if you're going to indulge in meat, like I will have meat if I'm at a wedding, like I don't totally restrict myself. Everything in moderation is okay. And I think that's important for me to note because I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, you can never eat bad food or other food again. You totally, totally can. There is a balance to it. But yeah, having gratitude for that food you're going to eat as well. Um, Again, that gut brain connect connection, the way you treat yourself when you are indulging in things really plays a huge part in it. Yeah, I like people don't believe me, but I do this all the time. I like before I cook the meal for the family, I give thanks to everything because even like plants are living beings, mm -hmm. you know, so I like give thanks to all of them and like hit them with some Reiki. And it doesn't mean like I'm sitting over them and like, stay on style like it's literally just like as I'm working I'm just like hey thanks so much for offering yourself so that we can sustain ours and I just work in that space and like when you're stirring um in kitchen witchery when you stir and you stir a certain way you stir clockwise that is setting the intention so like if you're stirring something and working that way you can set the intention in the food that mm -hmm. way too which yeah. really brings this way to a new level so yeah. <laughs> like, we're just I gonna had bring that in there an herbal med medicine tour in Costa Rica. And the man was so passionate about medicinal herbs. And anytime he, he picked up all, he would say thank you. He yes. treated plants with so much love and care, like even just like caressing it and just being kind to it. Because it's true, like, yeah, plants, plants do feel <laughs> in this weird, wooey way, but. I do that with our basil and rosemary when I'm out mm -hmm. there. Or if I'm using stuff for the candles, I'm always like, thank you so much. You're going to help somebody so much. Yeah. So it's always really fun in that space. Um, so how important do you feel nutrition is in, like, the healing process? Like, to, when we're working in healing, like, when it comes to nutrition, like, to support, to work with it, like, how important do you feel that is? Yeah. Um, incredibly important. I think healing um, begins in the kitchen. 1000% healing does begin in the kitchen. Um, it's the easiest way to really start your healing journey. When you're going through this process, you can have all the spiritual coaches you want, you can have therapists, you can doc have doctors, be your own self healer, do yoga, literally all the things. But if your diet isn't right, that could be the piece that's missing to why you're not feeling whole yet. Um, I don't push anything on my clients, especially if it's not in my jurisdiction, but I have witnessed the power of them transitioning their diet to majority whole foods and plant-based for that matter. And I've watched them like ditch their pills, ditch their anxiety meds, ditch their depression pills. I totally don't advise against like advise to do that at all, but it is just a natural process. You start to learn how much, again, the food plays an effect on your mental. And like, even if we're working like in physicality, like in the physical body, uh, when people start to eat right and they're on like blood pressure medicine and you can see that start to disappear even in that space. So why would mm -hmm. it not transfer into the other one? And of course, nobody's going to be like, you know what? You shouldn't be on any of these meds like, at all. Yeah. But when you start to like feel different and you can talk to your doctor about it in a different way, it just gives your power back too because I feel like they're so quick to be like, here's all the medicine to make you feel better, but you need this medicine to feel good in this space too. Yeah. Another huge thing with that, um, crap, what was I going to say? 
It was a really juicy one, and it came, and it just left. Give me one. Those are always my moment. favorite. Yep. Oh, crap. Oral moment. Oh, so, so when you when you transition into this more holistic lifestyle and the diet, you also grow that intuitive power within yourself, that self-awareness. And you start to realize how much your body is rejecting the toxins around you. Like personally for me, um, I have actually been sober for almost three weeks now, which is crazy to say because I love having a glass of wine with dinner. I don't like tell anyone to stop drinking. Obviously there is responsible and doing things in moderation, but over the years of just becoming cleaner and cleaner, my body is rejecting these things. Like I will wake up with swollen lymph nodes. I'm just feeling worse and worse and worse anytime I dive back into my old habits. So that's how important nutrition is um, during your healing and how it's going to affect your body. Like you also gain that power back. And I think that's one of the biggest takeaways for my clients as well. And I feel like a lot of times, um, when it comes to like, like tapping into intuition and like a lot of the ladies in here are spiritual healers. A lot of people that are working in here are tapping into their gifts or they work with their gifts very frequently. And I just feel like a lot of times they don't realize that when we um, kind of start to work in those spaces of like feeling eating sh like shitty food, um, having drinks like more frequently than not, like you start mm -hmm. to notice like a dull happening in your gifts. Like your gifts don't show up yeah. the same way. And then yeah. when you come in with like a clear head and you are fueling the body with like things that you are like, like the energy is just good energy, like things just open up so differently. And I have like noticed that a hundred percent. Like I can't come on and do lives or have work the next day if I have wine. Like yeah. it can't happen. Yeah. No, no that, it, it's so true. And the, the more you just cleanse yourself of everything, even like down to the household products you have in your home, like your cleaning products, what you wash your body with, what you put on your skin, what you do with your hair. Once you start stripping that all away and just cleaning it, your body does not want anything that is not good for it after that point. So it's really funny. Um, and it, it just like how it responds is crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell like with, out, like allergies too, like not knowing mm. I have something. Um, mm -hmm. I stole a Cheeto from our kids. I stole like two Cheetos. The next day I woke up, I was like, why does it feel like I'm hungover? Like, I feel like I'm legitimately like hungover. Yeah. I was cranky. I was foggy. My stomach was upset. And then I was like, two fucking Cheetos? You gotta be kidding me. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I eat yeah pretty similar throughout the day because of how I normally am. So it's yeah. always really funny. My um, clients, like, it's like they almost get mad at me. Like they'll be one week into their meal plan. Then that weekend comes and they have the special occasion or they go out and they enjoy themselves. They have a meal. They wake up the next day, brain foggy, fatigue, not feeling good at all. They're like, Brie, what did you do to me? I'm like, I didn't do it to you at all. Just know that it's a beautiful process. Is it kind of frustrating at first if you're not someone who like was wanted to completely dedicate and dive into this kind of lifestyle? It can bring some negative but it all matters how you look at it at the end of the day. Like you're healing, you're healthy. That's amazing that you can experience how bad it is because that's a reminder anytime you go back to those ways, what's going to happen waiting for you that following day or evening or whatever it may be. Yeah, I have to prep for it. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's like help before you step out in public. Like it, it's the same process for me when I'm approaching food or dinners or vacations and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, we're like going on vacation in August and I'm slightly terrified. I'm like, do I just send a big like Amazon order to the hotel before we get there so that I yeah. have all my, my stuff? Because they're not going to be mindful of that. They're going to try to be, but it's basically just going to be me eating a bunch of salad because yeah. you can't really get hurt in that space. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like examples of ways to support yourself like through nutrition when it comes to like that healing space? Like going on vacation and stuff like that or? Or like when we're working in healing, like we're working on healing the body. And then um, so let's say we're doing like deep, like this is going to be an example because I feel like a lot of people in here will relate to it. Like let's say we're doing some deep like trauma healing, mm -hmm. right? Like we've tapped in, we've realized there's this trauma that's hanging out in our body, which I feel like our bodies will hold trauma in certain ways. And so this trauma is coming in and we figured out where it is and what it is. And now is there a way that you would suggest to like support that through nutrition? Like whether it be a certain diet or certain foods to like just support like moving the the energy from the body that kind yeah. of deal um the number one step and the easiest step i would say to take is to start bringing it home start normalizing cooking at home like when you're going through that space properly nourish yourself and and focus on just whole foods entirely just all plants and different fruits and veggies and minimal meat intake at that point if you can like if you were approaching one week to try a diet out like this I'd say if you want to include meat you do it maybe two to three times in that whole entire week and throughout that week you are focusing on a diverse amount of fruits and vegetables. You're not just eating strawberries every single day. You are doing blueberries, raspberries, kiwi, bananas, grapefruit, whatever you can. Um, people don't really realize how powerful the components of our food and what they can do for the body. Anytime you eat a certain food that comes from the earth, it's telling your body a different message. So like green colored foods are said to be good for the gut. Red colored foods are said to be good for the heart. Uh, yellow for the eyes and things like that. So honestly, maybe wherever you are feeling that trauma inside of your body, maybe you focus on those colors of the food that would go with that sort of, you know, thing going on. <clears throat> That's awesome. Because I've never like, I've never, so uh, there's always like working in like Reiki and stuff, they tap into the spaces of like different foods for like, like root chakra, you're going to work mm -hmm. with like, like roots, like yams and uh, turnips and carrots mm -hmm. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, but the color scheme is really cool because that like just brings a different light to it as well. Like that's a very different, yeah, that's totally easy way to just work with it. Yes, I was just going through that. I'm like, wait, this example actually goes perfectly because when I talk about that specific theory, it's more so like if you have heart issues, you know, if there's something wrong with the organ physically, but why wouldn't it also apply to something spiritually too? Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. And understanding too, like when we're working in those spaces, like even if you're having energy work done, like I like try to warn people before they even come into my life, like have water with you. Hydrate. Yeah. Hydrate. Yeah. 
And like when we work in like one-on-one sessions, like the same idea, people are like, do you have anything just like that will help me in this space? Like afterwards, you have to nourish your body. Like you have to eat good food and really support like what's coming through. And when it comes to, to energy work, though, the only thing that comes in that's a little different is they're always like, there's a sweetness that's needed for the body as well, like to kind of like soften the blow of all the shredding we just did. Mm-hmm. So like I usually suggest doing like apples with honey or something like mm-hmm. that to like pull yeah. it in. For me, that's always like a happy place. Yeah. Um, but I think other people when I'm like, when I say like go a little bit sweet, they're like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, you're going to feel it regardless. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be able to figure it out. But the the best way because a lot of those times when you are stepping into spaces I feel like you lose your appetite you lose your need for hunger so going for fruit there it's such a light thing that it's it's like air going into the body so like I feel like fruit and when when people do have those issues too because um when I used to coach I would deal a lot a lot with people who were um working in spaces of like um conquering cancer and Mm -hmm. like working in those spaces and, like, you really lose your appetite, not just from, like, all the medicine you have to take, but also from, like, the stress of carrying yeah. that weight of yeah. all of it. And um, I would always suggest to them, like, fruit is going to be so easy because it's so easily digestible, too, in yeah. the system. Yeah. So when it's out, literally, just eat fruit. I, I say that to everyone, too. Like, if you have a sweet tooth and you want cookies or pastries or, or something that you know it's not going to be good for you, just eat fruit. And I guarantee you, you'll forget about that craving entirely. Um, again, usually if you're craving something salty, like bad salty, that's because you're low in sodium. That's because you're low in some nu- nutrient. If you just get rid of that dopamine receptor that is telling you I need to have like a juicy burger or a slice of pizza and you go for something more nourishing, that's going to disappear easily. And like same thing with chocolate. A lot of women crave chocolate, probably low on magnesium, probably low on iron. Uh, dark chocolate is totally fine to go for, of course. But again, um, just a quick Google search, like what foods have this in it? I'm craving this. What is good for me to do that? Like Google is such a huge tool and I hate to say it, but it's you have your doctor in your pocket. So if you're going through these things and you want to be conscious about what you're doing, then literally look it up instead of just going to, you know, the, the old choices you would go to run out and get a bad meal and then feel like crap after. Like we want to get out of that kind of habit. The instant gratification. Like give mm-hmm. it a hot stuff. give it I used to also talk to people like are you actually like truly hungry when you're craving some of these things so like if you're craving something and you're like well I could go and have like ice cream or I can have a strawberry if I'm truly hungry and you're like no it's ice cream then you're not really hungry Mm -hmm. like it's not Mm -hmm. something that your body is actually looking for it's what our mind is actually looking for so it's a little bit different in that space Um, yeah okay so what is like the favorite part of your work? Like what is the thing that is just like so rewarding? Like it speaks from your heart. Like this is like my jam, like that kind of feel. Yeah. It's so, it, it's, it's so crazy. I also love this question as well. Um, it's just the evolution in my clients. They step into my space. They think that they just want to learn what to eat, 
and how to eat and maybe lose a couple pounds along the way. But what they experience is a full metamorphic transition. And that kind of ties together everything we've been talking about in this conversation so far. Like they realize that mental impact. Like they had no idea that their brain wasn't feeling as good as it could once they transitioned to that diet. Or the best is when they're just like, I don't have a problem with food anymore. Like I'd say 80% of women have a, a bad relationship with food and that's just because of the programming and the marketing and the misinformation from our mothers and our families and stuff like that that gets to us and when they literally tell me I no longer have an issue with food that is like perfect my job is done like your job is done we did it and and that's it yes so that's probably the most favorite part of my work it's beautiful when that transition. So uh, I don't know. I never like really talk about it in here. Um, I don't really talk about it a lot anymore. And here I used to talk about it before when I was coaching. Um, I come from a background of like uh, closet eating because I used to compete. I competed for five years straight. So I had like closet eating. I had binge eating issues, like all of those faces. It was very much like something that they just normalized and they mm-hmm. just like swept it under. Like, um, and it took a long time for me to recover from it. I couldn't keep certain foods in the house because they would disappear in like a day. And so it took mm-hmm. a lot of like healing and finding those spaces of understanding like when you fuel your body properly and you support it the way it needs to be, your body will transition and you can rebuild the relationships. I also grew mm-hmm. up with a mom that was like doing the grapefruit diet. I don't know if anybody knows what this Thank you for joining us on this enchanting journey through the realms of magic and empowerment on The Coven Connection. I'm Nicole Pilavon, and you've just experienced the first spark of the magic within. But hold on tight, because our journey has only just begun. The cauldron's still brewing, and the spells are far from over. Stay tuned for part two, where we'll dive even deeper into the mysteries and manifest our wildest dreams together. Remember, you're not just heard, your witness and your magical self is celebrated here. So until next time, keep your broomsticks and your business plans ready. The magic continues. Stay enchanted, my fellow witches and seekers.